Here we go. Hello. Hello. I've got a message for you, and you're not going to like it. Pray for death with Ben and Vic. Welcome to Pray for Death. I'm Ben. I'm Vic. <laughs> Do you like roguelike games, Ben? I don't know what those are specifically. Okay, so roguelike, it's a genre of video game. And in a roguelike, it's called a roguelike because it's based off an old game called Rogue, where it's a, the genre originated with Rogue, which is a randomly generated, procedurally generated game world. Uh, kind of like what Minecraft does when it generates your world. But it just okay. made it up as it went randomly, and if you died, it was permadeath. It was like an RPG. Permadeath. So there's games like Spelunky is a popular one. And then there's Faster faster Than Light, FTL. That one's really cool. You're on a spaceship. I think permadeath sounds a lot like regular death. It does, except you get more chances. You get second and third <laughs> chances if you cannot get incredibly frustrated. <laughs> to permanently die. <laughs> but uh, So I've been playing this game called Goner, G-O-N-N-E-R. I've been playing it on the Nintendo Switch. It's also on PC. I think currently it's only on Switch and PC. Yeah. But uh, it's probably my favorite roguelike I've ever played. I like roguelikes quite a bit. And I wanted to talk briefly, give a, give a review of that game. Because I haven't, I haven't seen enough people talking about it, really. Like uh, videos I've watched of like upcoming or... Uh, must-have Switch titles or, like, cool indie games on Switch. I haven't seen Goner mentioned. Maybe yeah. it was released kind of late. I don't know. Which is interesting because I think a lot of people would argue that Nintendo doesn't have as big of an indie market as, like, Sony. A lot of people think Sony has the, the best indie market next to PC. They haven't in the past. I feel like Nintendo's really trying with the Switch to change that. You especially think the Switch is going to improve the indie Well, state. they already have. There's more indie games available for Switch than any other type of game. Goner is a 2D side-scroller shooter, and it's fucking amazing. It's really goddamn weird. You start out, and there's a space whale, and you follow the space whale to death. Well, the space whale disappears, cool. and then you're dead, I guess. Okay. There's no, like, text or anything. It's, and it's, it's weird because it's simultaneously cute, and also kind of creepy and horrifying. It's definitely got a scary factor to it. I played yeah. it a little bit, and it was it was kind of creepy. But so then you visit Death, your little blob with legs, and you visit Death, and you get your head. You can choose from different heads as the game progresses, as you unlock stuff. Do That's, the heads do anything, or is it just aesthetic? Yeah, no, they do stuff like uh, the one I like to use, you only get you get three hearts. Like there's a, The first head you get has five hearts, like you can get hit basically six times because you get hit five times and then one more and you're dead so the first one you get has five but when you get hit it gets knocked off of your body and the head kind of acts like armor so once all your hearts are gone you've got one more hit before you die but if it's knocked off and you get hit before you pick it back up again you just die even if you had four hearts remaining so like the one I like to use only has three hearts but it doesn't get knocked off of you and that's why I like that one there's one that you can glide around the map on uh, one makes every enemy you kill explode. That's cool. The game gets a lot of depth from giving the player a lot of options at the start of the game, and then also before each boss fight, you get to talk to a little merchant. 
and semi-randomly try out different items before boss fights. But in what it's also cool because you really get continues if you do well enough. You can only get a certain amount of continues, but it's not true permanent death in the frustrating way that like Spelunky is, where once you die, you're just fucking back at the beginning. Totally back at the beginning. Well, that sounds pretty cool. Yeah, it's really fun. If you like side-scroller shooters or weird games, it's very difficult. How much is it? It's nine bucks on Switch. I think it's about the same on Steam. Hell yeah. I give it a nine out of ten, and I would, I like the game so much I would give it a ten out of ten, but I can't because I've had a couple of little glitches. Nothing serious except one time I got to the second boss for the first time because you know the game's really hard it was yeah, like the first die, time I got to the second boss over. and the game just crashed I was so mad but it's ne it hasn't ever crashed any other time and I've played it a shitload and then one time I fell through the floor and was like stuck in the floor Hell so there's yeah. a couple couple glitches I've experienced but I've played it probably 20 or 30 hours and had maybe three glitches so there's nothing seriously wrong with it but I gotta knock off a point for that because it's just you know I don't want to lose the you game know. because I get stuck in the floor. <laughs> I want to lose the game because I get my head eaten off. Because you suck at it. Yeah. And your reflexes are bullshit garbage. I really hate to follow up an awesome segment like Goner with terrible horror. The, the Goner segment. The Goner segment. <laughs> the Is that what the video game segment's <laughs> gonna be called from now on? No, damn it! You know what I meant. I, I really hate to follow up the video game review segment <laughs> with this uh, shitty-ass story that we obviously have to talk about. Uh, there's no way around it. So everybody knows, probably by now at this point, if you're hearing this podcast, that some pretty crazy shit went down in Charlottesville. Um, I'm not trying to name names, but there may have been some, like, Nazis that got out of hand. <laughs> I'm not... Look, I'm not trying to pick a side here. I'm not trying to for like the, the side that's not Nazis. <laughs> but yeah, so a good amount of people, uh, white supremacist people, marched on a university campus. Large numbers of people, or large many large people. people. Many large people. Many large people. All right. Anyway, now you, now you got me all fucked up. Uh, and they were carrying tiki torches. Which I don't, I don't Tiki understand. Tiki put out a statement denouncing. <laughs> what? Yeah, I saw it on Twitter. I'll pull it up. Oh man, Tiki brand products, <laughs> the company that makes the popular backyard torches, distance itself from white supremacists. <laughs> uh, quote: Tiki brand is not associated in any way with the events that took place in Charlottesville and are deeply saddened and disappointed. The family-owned company said in a Facebook post, Why would you say it's family-owned? Who gives a shit? We do not support their message or the use of our products in this way. <laughs> our products are designed to enhance backyard gatherings <laughs> and to help family and friends connect with each other at home in their yard. I love that they advertise tiki torches in their fucking, Hey, look, we ain't Nazis. Our torches are for to have a great party in your <laughs> no, yard. What they're saying is get the closer clan, to your neighbor, no, your black neighbors, your white neighbors. Everybody get closer with my torches. Please buy my torches. <laughs> white people don't buy these torches. <laughs> Fucking Christ. <laughs> uh, 
Well, it's good to laugh. It's good to laugh while the world shreds itself apart around you. Yeah. What else do you do? Besides um, get really, really angry and then depressed and then drunk. There was also an anti-fascist protest uh, around the same time. and Wasn't it specifically an anti-white supremacist protest? I don't know. I read in articles, I read both uh, anti-white supremacist, anti-hate, anti-fascist, so I'm not sure Doesn't what really Anti-alt-right. Really. Anti, yeah, anti-alt-right right-wing protest. Because at, at this point, the alt-right is just completely conflated with right, white supremacists. And Nazism. Yeah. There was, there was an anti, anti-Nazi protest. And during this protest, someone rammed a car through the protesters... Um, I believe we actually have that gentleman's name now. Um, yeah, he was a Nazi. He was a known white supremacist. A 32-year-old woman uh, named Heather was was killed by the crash. 19 more people were injured. Virginia Governor Terry, whoa, McAuliffe? <laughs> Mc- Mc- How do you say that, man? Michelob. Terry Michelob Ultra. Virginia's governor said that his only message for the white supremacists who had come to Charlottesville was to go home. Uh, and I did watch that clip. He was like, yeah, go." he said, go home. We don't need you here. We don't want you here. So, I mean, things are getting pretty heated up. Yeah. And it's pretty scary. These were This was a large group of, uh, of people walking around chanting, chanting things like, you will not replace us and shit. I wish that they would all be beaten to death individually. Yeah. That would be nice. I mean, it'd be cool maybe if, like, they could just stop being Nazis, but it, uh, in lieu of that, then, yeah, I guess I guess. Yeah, beatings. it's like, I mean, at this point, it, the best argument I've heard against violence against Nazis is, like, you're not doing your cause any favors by beating up the other cause. And it's like, I agree with that statement generally, but if you're on the fence about Nazism, or, okay, let's... Obviously, well, some of them do just straight up call themselves Nazis. But even if you're on the fence about whether or not you're a white supremacist, fuck you, you piece of shit. I agree. Like if you're if you're a grown ass adult and you don't (laughs) understand that white supremacy is fucking evil and you're a piece, then you're a piece of shit. Just you're just as bad as them. Fuck you. Like there's no this issue is done being debated there's nothing yeah, to debate there's not really a defense for like well you know like i don't know cuz of like whole you know like what is it uh drugs <laughs> what's uh what's what's the fucking affirmative action so you know like you're going to say affirmative action is like a huge problem and that's why we need to be nazis you know, like these are arguments right. I've heard. Like affirmative action is is why we need to stick together as as a white race. Which you know, I don't even actually get to fall into that category. I'm like some kind of half breed, you know. So <laughs> mongrel. I'm a mongrel. I don't even know if I. Yeah, you know, I'm fucked. I don't think I have a side. <laughs> if we're going by skin color alone, I don't. I don't think I have a dog in this fight. You could. You could uh you could slip in with the whiteies if you needed to to survive. I mean maybe. But But then I'd have to do really racist stuff. Yeah, I don't want to do that. Yeah. Probably just wear like a fucking Guy Fox mask and hide in caves. Caves? Okay, caves. <laughs> Why not? But yeah, so so it's a bad situation. Um there's a lot of people 
that are scared right now because of what happened in Charlottesville. Um, and like, I remember at the beginning and like, I'm not one of those people necessarily wants to say that this whole thing is Donald Trump's fault. Although I, this whole thing is Donald Trump's fault. <laughs> well, I mean, he's, he's, but we product. had the raid, like they were already here. I don't you mean know, this to defend him at all. We already had this problem with racists. Right. I don't mean to defend Donald Trump at all, but it's like he fed off this existent thing. What he did that is especially bad is he made it more acceptable for these people to come out in the open. Yeah, they feel they like all, they, have, they were they all have a social outcasts, now. and now the fucking president is pretty overtly a racist. I say pretty overtly because obviously he's been careful to not literally say like racist things speaking yeah. of which fun side story i saw a clip of bill o'reilly and we've talked before about how mind-blowing it is that he was so overtly racist so many times but i yeah. never heard any this bad but so are a lot of people on fox news i know but this was like this is insane to me it was an older clip it was of icp when they were first getting big like in the early 2000s and he said quote these guys make some of the black rappers look like shirley temper it's shirley temple Oh my god! I dude. was like, I replayed it because I was in so like Holy such disbelief. Shit. Some of the black rappers, some of the black rappers who we know, it's implied who we all know are terrible. And like, like really, like I think the dirtiest rapper I've ever listened to was probably like Eminem. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like he said the most disgusting shit that I can think of, next to maybe like Immortal Technique. Or, like, somebody like that who said some pretty crazy shit. But yeah, sorry for that tangent. That's but great, man. That's speaking funny. of racists, I saw that clip a couple days ago. Yeah, O'Reilly is a Nazi. Yeah, fuck O'Reilly. Practically. Practically a Nazi. He's practically a white supremacist. But, yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm actually pretty nervous about this. Um, I'm not going to lie. Like, because when you go through everything we've been through in the last uh, four months... It just seems like shit's getting worse and not better. And then Trump comes out and... We and, ain't even a fucking year. Yeah, man. and he sort of condemns the actions, but mostly talks about how we need to unite. And I was like... And he's like, there was violence on both sides. Which, like, I... I, I saw that. Maybe there was, you know? Maybe some people yeah, got but, mad and punched a end, fucking Nazi. But, yeah, but in the end, fuck Nazis. I tweeted earlier. I said, uh, and like, I, you know me, dude. Like, I'm I'm all about free speech. I believe you got to give even even to a certain extent. Like, hate speech has to be allowed to go on, so that you can talk it down. But this is fucking terrifying. This isn't beyond normal. Like a, a guy just saying, like, oh, you know, like I have these shitty racist beliefs and I'm espousing them. These people are getting together, and that's they're they have a network that's already in place. And now they're bringing normal people into that fold. And when I say normal, I mean like, you know, normal, normal people who are just racist. Right. And that's their well, only unifying factor in some of these cases, but that's all they need. And that's a problem. And there were people openly sporting the fucking Nazi flag. The swastika, yeah. When I, yeah, the fucking swastika. People fucking whose fucking grandpas died armbands. in World War II. Yeah, right? Storming the beaches of Normandy. Like, you people in your fucking family bloodline probably died in that war. Some of those people, I feel like, probably even have parents that were in Auschwitz or grandparents, gra you know, great grandparents, uncles, somebody, you know? Sure. Because, like, it's not that far removed. Most of the people that are passing away in this last generation from World War II, like, 
have passed away, I think, in the last 10 years. It's terrifying, man. It's, and, and I think that's a problem, too, is that we're, we've lost a lot of people, uh, increasingly higher numbers of people who were alive at that time and could actually say, like, yeah, this is what it looked like then, too. And, I mean, there's there's plenty of people who survived the Nazi regime in Germany. Not plenty, but there's people who survived the Nazi regime in Germany and say things like they're they're terrified of America's current political climate. It's not good, man. And that should be a wake-up call. Did you hear that f- over 50, and I don't, I want to make clear to any listeners, I know there is a difference between a Nazi and a white supremacist, and I know that some of these white supremacists actually are Nazis and bear the swastika, and other ones I just call Nazi in a derogatory term because right. they're basically a fucking Nazi. To disparage them. Fuck them, not to defend them, but just in case there's any nitpickers out there, I want to make clear that I'm not using this as a fear-mongering tool. I have no stake in the outcome of fear-mongering. I'm, I just happen to be afraid myself. But did you hear that over 50% of Republicans polled thought that uh, it would be okay for Trump to suspend the 2020 election because of all the election fraud that supposedly happened that he says happened. Oh, yeah? Isn't that fucking terrifying? Fuck you if you do that, you son of a bitch. That is and terrifying. fuck you if you agree with if that. If you agree with that. I like, don't care if there actually was hey, election fraud he can fucking spend his term fixing it instead of campaigning since he's already running campaign ads. It's another thing we not even hit year one in March. Yeah, He's not even fucking... a year in and he's already doing a fucking campaign ad for 2020. So fuck you. He can spend this four fucking years fixing whatever supposed election fraud there is. You know, it doesn't exist. If you don't know, it doesn't exist. You should because you can Google it. Google it. Fuck. One more thing I want to mention about this is that these dudes, many of them were carrying weapons, uh, which I think is is pretty pretty hilarious when you look at the hypocrisy. And plenty of people have pointed this out, but like, do you think if a Black Lives Matter protest was carrying around weapons, do you do you think they would get the same reaction from the police? I don't, but I'm sure those assholes do. Yeah, you think they'd just be the, like chill the Nazi with it? assholes? I mean. Anyway, there's probably going to be more news on this. Uh, there's there's a far right wing rally taking place in Seattle um, today or tomorrow, which we're recording this Sunday night on the on the thirteenth. So Monday, Tuesday, something like that. There's another there's another far right wing uh, protest dem- demonstration taking place. I don't think this is going to be the end of this. I think this is the beginning of something. And uh, well, I wouldn't even call it the beginning. This is the continuing, the continued uh, it's, ramping it's the up escalation. of yeah. tensions in the U.S. between like extreme right wingers and everyone else, whether they be extreme left wingers or moderates who are like, who. Why can't both sides just get along? Yeah, it's a little it's hard. Like, because to get one along. side is Nazis. <laughs> yeah, one one side literally believes the other does not have a right to exist. At least not in this country. At least not in this country. Like, oh, we we're not racist. We don't hate black people. We just want them to go back where they came from. Fuck you, you piece of shit. Go back to Iceland. <laughs> Fucking piece of trash. We'll definitely try to keep you all up to date on on uh, what's going on. With Only this Native story. Americans can stay in America. <laughs> by Nazi's logic. By Nazi logic. 
That's right. Yeah, well, by their logic, they're they're the superior race, and there's the burden of the white man and all that shit. You're not taking into account. <laughs> the burden of the white man. It's a great, great that piece is hilarious. of bullshit. <laughs> yeah, I've had it? such a rough life being white. I bet. It's, it's, like, really been troublesome for me in my past exactly zero times. <laughs> oh, man. And fuck you if you call me an SJW for that. I'm not some fucking parrot-headed dickwad who's just saying everything everyone else is saying i have never suffered for being white and literally every black person i know like well can tell me multiple stories of them being persecuted for being black in some way or another so fuck you yeah small and large i'm I'm just screaming at a straw man this whole episode (laughs) because i'm imagining this like pussy ass moderate response you have to to do the steel man Steel man? <clears throat> the steel man. That's where you make your in- your opponent's argument as strong as possible and then rip that piece of shit apart. <laughs> steel man. Yeah, dude, steel manning. I talked about it on the uh, Sam Harris podcast. And now on to our next segment, the steel man. <laughs> the steel man. We're dying. We're dying. We need money. Because we have stupid leaders, okay? The American dream is dead welcome to trump watch once a year or so we hear in the media in the news and the politics of the day that north korea has decided to do something crazy or say something crazy or just be crazy Maybe they killed some of their leaders. Maybe they detained an American or someone from the Europe's. Maybe they launch a missile into the ocean next to Japan, and Victor can't decide whether or not that's a good thing. What? <laughs> I'm always. Uh, I, you're probably right that I made some dumb argument. I don't think that was a good thing. Uh, so, so North Korea. They're in the news, you know. Every now and then we get some stories about North Korea, and it's usually it usually blows over in a couple months. Uh, but this year, something exciting happened. This year, Donald Trump was the president, and things got a little crazy. Tonight on Pray for Death, North Korea and Donald Trump's presidency. <laughs> you won't want to miss this ex- exclusive pay-per-view. Yeah, but anyway... North Korea made some threats, as they do. Now, they have been more threatening lately. I will say that. Like, I feel like every month now I get a, I hear a story come across about North Korea. And uh, Kim Jong-un yeah, I think is saying something about his an, new an missile. An addendum to what you said earlier is it used to be about once or twice a year. And now it's like once or twice a month. Yeah. And on top of that, you've got now, now Trump is the president. And so <laughs> they say some insane shit. And then he has to ratchet it up and say something even more insane. For instance, North Korea will be met with fire and fury such as the world has never seen before. Did you hear that reporter in the audience who was like, Nagasaki! (laughs) (laughs) There wasn't really one who did that, but I wish one did. So, ratcheting up the, the tensions between the United States and North Korea in the blue corner is President Donald Trump. And in the red corner, ratcheting up the tension. In the blue corner, wearing the shit-stained trunks with skin as orange as a carrot and hair as yellow as the night sky. Donald it's Donald Trump. J. Trizum. Trizum. 
And Kim Young Un <laughs> says he's going to nuke Guam. So that's what you get. I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen with that. There's lots of conflicting news. Which would be sad because Guam is a U.S. territory, but didn't take part in the election that voted in the fucking asshole orange Nazi piece of shit. Well, territories don't vote, do they? No, Not generally. That's what I'm saying. They, did, they didn't have a hand in it, so it would suck ass for them to suffer because Trump has zero diplomacy well, skills. I would say plenty of people suffer because of America and don't have any say in it. That's true. And I love but my it, country, it always but sucks. it fucks a lot of people over. It always sucks, and it'll especially suck if they get nuked, is what I'm saying. Yeah. I, probably they won't. Yeah, probably they people, won't. People who are like, it'll never happen, you're fucking wrong. It could people totally who say happen. it'll probably never happen, you're right, it'll probably never happen. But to say it would never happen is just... Well, that's. do you want to take that bet? Do you want to make... Is well, that? Are you comfortable with those One good point odds? I've heard is that we were on the brink of nuclear annihilation. <laughs> wager of nuclear war. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Uh, but we were on the brink of nuclear fucking annihilation with the Cuban Missile Crisis, and we had way more competent leaders than Trump and Un. We had Khrushchev and Kennedy, who were both smart. At least smart enough to work it out and not nuke Well, and the a lot of it was of... terrifyingly worked out by accident, as you know from listening to yeah. the great Dan Carlin who were always plugging his uh the hardcore history that came out before the newest one. You should definitely listen to which it. Which is about nuclear weapons. Dan Carlin, please pay our filthy mouth yeah. podcast. We both generally love or genuinely love Dan Carlin and we just uh, wanted to throw that out there cuz it's very relevant to this story. Anyways, <laughs> Uh, anyways, so, anyways, so CIA intelligence chiefs, um, the, the CIA <laughs> chief, the central intelligence agency's chief <laughs> has said that, uh, North Korea is probably not going to do anything, which again is that argument that everybody's making on that side is like, oh, they probably won't. When people say that, I'm like... And they haven't. They didn't do anything. So the, the day that they were supposed to nuke Guam, supposedly, has, has come and passed. But that doesn't mean they couldn't do it. What I think is more concerning... And this well, is hold on. They, they didn't say they were going to nuke Guam. They said they were going to send a missile to yeah, this very true. specific location outside the waters of Guam to prove that they have their technology is good now. That was what they were saying they were yeah. going to do. And there were reports that their technology is improved, but I don't know how much it is improved from not being I able mean, to do anything. You can't say they'll never figure it out. It might take a long It might take them 50 years. Who knows? But well, I yeah, doubt but it once will. Once they've got it, they've got it. Right. It's like with the with the atom bomb originally. Once it's there, it's there. It doesn't ever go away. Now we have it. Right. And like, I mean, and that's the same for any other company that develops nuclear capabilities. Any other country, <laughs> any other company, <laughs> any other company. Walmart's Walmart got has, nukes. Yeah, both went to Walmart. Walmart. <laughs> They'd be the ones to use them, dude. Acquire nuclear you. weapons. It's like I said, elect Walmart 2016. I was right. So they're putting sanctions on North Korea. I'm not sure what the sanctions are going to do. You'll have to look that up yourselves. Uh, some of our listeners don't want to do that, but but they suck. I don't want to do that. <laughs> it's a good time to be alive in the United States of America. Fun offshoot of that story I just saw on uh, Fox News, Fox Business, was that a bunch of missile defense companies are seeing a huge boost in interest 
and uh, Ryzen stocks. Oh, Lockheed yeah. Martin. They're a big one. Which is the, the largest defense contractor in the world. Raytheon, which is, as we all know, the last boss in Metroid. <laughs> and other military <laughs> suppliers, including Kratos, which is the <laughs> lizard boss in Metroid. Um, <laughs> Kratos Defense and Security Solutions. It's like... The big lizard. They have seen significantly more demand for its missile defense offerings. I've heard some pretty good cases that missile defense is a waste of time and money. That's definitely something to, we could we could do a whole segment on that. I'm not saying I necessarily. Well, let's touch that. on it real quick. So, yeah, what, no, is that? what do you say, mean by that? I'll just say what I know, which is that because that's interesting. I heard people to me. argue that the best missile defense systems that we've ever had predict that they could only like stop. 70 or 80 percent of the missiles coming in which is still good it's maybe not a waste of money completely but it's like best case scenario 30 percent of the nukes in us still hit u.s soil that's pretty bad i mean you're still gonna have huge population centers completely decimated so that's not really even an argument Against. And I'm sure if you know only well, 80% person, are going to get through, you're going to try to make sure, or not 80%, 80% if only 30 to, to 10% are going to get through and you're the country sending the, trying to send them, I'm pretty sure you're going to do anything you can, anything within your power to make sure that the 10% that make it hit the targets you really want to hit. The other thing is that a lot of our missile defense systems are completely outdated. Right. Aren't they? Wouldn't that... Wouldn't that have a factor in our ability to defend ourselves from a nuclear attack, which I believe, if I'm not mistaken, our two biggest concerns with nuclear threats are like Russia and China. And Russia, I think, will do anything they can to make things harder for the U.S. I don't necessarily believe that they want to just nuke the fuck out of us. Well, because that doesn't really help. Anybody. I think Putin is smart enough to understand that we would detect the nukes he launched and not launch nukes back at them. And uh, as evil as Putin is, and he fucking murders journalists and stuff, I don't think he doesn't give a shit if his people are nuked. Where he's Kim Jong-un, it's kind of coin toss. It's like... They're a poor-ass country. They can't feed their citizens. I don't think citizens, we know. And he doesn't seem to know. care. He doesn't seem to care about I don't think citizens. he understands. Well, and you got to wonder how much he buys into his own god-emperor status. You think about uh, Japan in World War II. It took nuclear weapons to get the what was essentially the god there because it's how the emperor was sort of at least touted himself. I'm not exactly sure how the people all felt um, at that time. But I know <laughs> towards that towards the end, whenever they stopped, winning. it was like a similar to North Korea, where it was kind of like a cultish, the emperor is everything type attitude in Japan in World War Two, and he ended up surrendering after it. But it took nuclear weapons, so you got to wonder: Does Kim Jong Un buy into his own bullshit just like that guy did? And the answer is probably yes, because he lives in this isolated country, just like all of his brainwashed citizens do. Well, they're probably not all brainwashed. But yeah, you get but my point. he's been abroad. He he's seen parts of the world outside of North Korea, whereas a lot of them haven't. That's true. So I mean, he's got to know to some extent what's. I I don't know. I guess maybe if it is something where it's like almost to the point of being a religion, 
for him. It could be one of those things where it's totally compartmentalized. But yeah. I when when it's yourself, when you how do you, I don't see anybody actually believing that they are a god. In in modern he might times. not literally believe he's a god, but you know the how right much he buys into his own self rule or whatever his own self like masturbatory. I'm the great leader stuff. You gotta. I bet he believes a lot of that shit, if not most of it. Man, I think we're shitting in the wind. We are shitting in the wind. Donald <laughs> Trump is shitting in the wind, and we're standing downwind. What a horrible, horrible thing to experience. Anyway, the 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 main takeaway from this is that uh, nuclear war with North Korea is most likely not imminent. Um, but it definitely is it's not impossible. It's not impossible, and I think it's much more of a reality in our current political climate than it used to be. Yeah, if the level of incompetence from both Kim Jong Un and Donald Trump is hilarious, it really uh, they're is. They're a match funny. made in heaven. Yeah. They're a match made in heaven, which is bad. It's, it's a fantastic time. I really, uh, I'm worried about how this is going to play out, but we'll see. We'll see. I'm more worried about the Charlottesville thing, honestly. Well, and that's uh, that's one thing I was going to bring up is that sometimes the shit with North Korea feels like it's just one more distraction from what's going on here. That's uh, like a hundred times worse. It's like, yeah, nukes are bad, but like there's like KKK members walking around in full fucking garb and shit with assault Nuke the rifles. KKK. It's too bad they don't all live in one compound. You will not replace us. He will not divide us. Well, because you know, yeah, the white genocide. White genocide. You know about the white genocide, right? Yeah, I know it's a crock of shit. Yeah, more more and more people are going to be having, like, uh, mixed children or whatever, so that's going to kill all the white man off. <laughs> Dominant skin pigments, oh no. <laughs> it's all over for White us. supremacy's ultimate enemy. <laughs> what will I do without my white baby? I don't know. God, fuck you if you're white supremacist. I don't know why you'd still be listening to this, but if you are, <laughs> go fuck yourself, you fucking pile of shit. Yes, and to all of our white supremacist fans, uh, fuck fucking you. die. <laughs> Crawl into an early grave, you piece of garbage. Or see the light and change your ways. Yeah, Do that would research. be preferable. But if you're figure white... out like it's it's not that hard to look at your dogma and and tell that it's wrong. It's lost for like every time. Every time. The Nazis don't want to give a white or white supremacists, you know, they, they rise to power. They do eventually fall. You're not going to win in the grand scheme of things. But that doesn't mean they can't cause problems for a lot of people in the meantime. And that's what I hope we avoid. Well, we're already not avoiding it. I hope it doesn't uh, continually escalate throughout this entire presidency. I have a feeling it will. Yeah. We'll see. That's another episode. Get ready for the terroristic civil war, folks. <laughs> it's coming. Well, it's already here. Should have really. voted for Comey 2012. Yeah, Comey 2012. Hashtag Comey 2012. Pray for death. Hashtag pray for death. Hashtag pray for Comey.